0: Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, where we talk about all things guitar-related. My name is Dr. T, and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today, on the Tweed Couch, we are focusing on thankfulness. Sometimes it's difficult to express gratitude when you see so much negativity, trials, and drama around you. But at this time of the year, it is important to count our blessings, take time to acknowledge, and give credit where it's due. So, what musical style has brought joy to us this year? What player has influenced us? What manufacturer or piece of gear are we grateful for? And, if I was making a Thanksgiving meal of tasty tone, what would the courses be? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group gratitude session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. Well, it has been a ton of fun being able to do these counseling sessions with you, Jason. And if there is one thing that I can be thankful for with Thanksgiving coming up in 2020, I think that I can be thankful for the ability to do these with you. Now, they make no money, <laughs> but I am thankful for doing this with you.
1: Wait, you're you're not getting any money out of this because I'm, I'm getting paychecks just rolling in.
0: Oh, man, (laughs) I knew I shouldn't have signed that contract. Yeah, Um,
1: I am also thankful for this. And I, and I, I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. And I know a lot of people say that joking around because of the food, but I really am a big believer in just being thankful for what you have and telling people that you appreciate them and being thankful for them. That makes the world go around a little bit better. So I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, in a in a world where there is a lot of despair and there's a lot of people focusing on the negative and trying to find the negative to just add to their their drama and their ratings and all that kind of stuff, I think it is important for us to look at the positive and find the positive. Like, you know, we've maybe you've got your job. Maybe you've got people who love you. Maybe you have that family, that dog or cat or whatever it is that you love.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: You know, in the last year from twenty nineteen Thanksgiving to twenty twenty Thanksgiving, quite a bit has changed. It's been a been a weird stretch of time. Yeah, it really has. But ultimately what I've found is amidst the pandemic, I found myself finding a new love or rekindling a love that I had for something. So let's talk about a musical style. What is a musical style that we have been thankful for over this last year. And so for me, what I've been really thankful for is 90s grunge. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Somehow I rekindled this love for like Nirvana and Green Day and Soundgarden. And wallflowers and, and red hot chili peppers, <laughs> yeah, and flannel and <laughs> yes. jack boots and <laughs> and Stone Temple Pilots, you know. Yeah. And so I just for some reason I really have just loved listening to it again. I don't know if mm. it's just kind of a reconnection with a younger life or whatever, but that's something I've been thankful for. How about you? Yeah,
1: I'm a teacher, and so we I love playing music in my classroom and. I just think it puts everybody in a good mood. So when they're coming in, I'm playing music, and it's really hard to find music right now that's appropriate to play in a middle school. And so I have been, I would pick songs and I would pick 80s songs, just trying to kind of get something that everybody could agree on. And, you know, I'd start with like Jesse's Girl and then Come On Eileen came in. And next thing you know, that's all I want to hear. I just listen to 80s music all of the time. And, you know, it's funny that I want
0: to dance with somebody.
1: And I've got these. I've got these seventh and eighth graders summer. come in and they're dancing. They're like, "Oh, I love this song!" And they weren't even, you know, they were born what 12, 13 years ago. And uh, I mean, it's they love it. Yet
0: it's still just another manic Monday. Yeah,
1: and you know, <laughs> <laughs> I and and every morning I'll play "Take on Me," and I just try to hit the high oh, note yeah. every morning. And it's oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's that's that's my. I, I don't want to say guilty
0: pleasure. That's just
1: my pleasure right now. I'm not. I don't feel bad about it at all. I'm yeah. proud of it. I love it.
0: Yeah. Well, if you want to talk about guilty pleasure, I mean, my guilty pleasure is always country music. Oh, It always is. And and it's it's unapologetic. What makes it a guilty pleasure is that if you heard the way that I play and you heard (laughs) the style that I have, it's just not very country. It's very blues rock and worship and all that kind of stuff. So when when you hear that, you know, I just I love George Strait and I love I love Garth Brooks and I love Alan Jackson. And um, I love Joe Diffie. God rest his soul. And, you know, yeah. uh, and everything. And all of a sudden people are like, you're a pickup man? Yeah, that's right. It's an eight-foot bed that doesn't have to be made. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that
1: because my stepson just recently was kind of getting into pedals a little bit. And so he wanted to try out some pedals. Oh, yeah. And he told his mom, he goes, uh, you know, Mom, I really want, I want to try out some pedals, but I don't want those that make everything sound country and twangy like Jason plays and I just laughed I was like I mean I've got like distortion pedals and it's just the way I play like it sounds twangy whenever I play and I'm snapping strings and you know I could be playing through a a fuzz pedal and it's gonna sound country-ish because of the way I play so that made me laugh that you said that that's your guilty pleasure you don't play that way is this
0: Oliver that you're talking about yes Oliver okay so this is what we need to do I need to come over I'll wear a mask I'll be inside a bubble or something like that and we will take your amp your pedals your guitar but we'll have me play it and then he will actually get to hear how non country those yeah, things are yeah
1: for sure and I think he would yeah I think he'd be blown away and so that was something that you know looking at looking at something through through somebody else's lens it's you know he probably does think that these pedals just make you sound country and I thought that was really interesting, and I know yeah. that's not what we're really talking about today, but it kind of did, in a way, make me thankful that, you know, I've had all these experiences with all these pedals, and I've kind of realized it's not really the pedal that makes the guitar player. It's kind of the guitar player that makes the guitar player. I mean, pedals are fun. Yeah.
0: Well, I agree. So, if you had a player, like some player of some sort that you found or you thought of as being someone in this last year you are really thankful for, who would you choose? I'm going to have to go with, um. gosh, I'm going to have to go with Ed
1: Sheeran. I I love Ed Sheeran. And, you know, I've been into him for a little while, but I just, over the last year, I just, man, I just love the way he plays. He just plays for the song. He's, you know, he loops he loops songs and plays every part of it. And um, The
0: talent is huge Yeah it's just I mean yeah. he's
1: one of those Kind of guys that you see And, and you're not it, it doesn't make you Want to quit It makes you want to Try He And that's That's a cool quality
0: Yeah he's inspiring Yeah he right? is he's, That's
1: what you would call that Yeah absolutely He is um, Super inspiring And so you know You go out and you buy a Looper pedal and, and you realize What he's doing Is not hard It's just super Talented the way He does it And it's It's genius The way he puts Everything together So I love the soul He puts in it I love the the passion he pours into his guitar. So that's, that's, that's who I'm really been thankful for this last year. Um, I just, you know, I love the way he sings too, but um, just that acoustic stuff that he played, it's just, it's my favorite. I just, I can't get enough of it right now.
0: Yeah. But do you have a tiny little Martin to play all your stuff on?
1: Hmm? (laughs) I actually, I've, I've had a a little Martin since before I knew who Ed Sheeran was. Yeah. I got one probably back in, I don't know when they first came out and I I do love it and it's a cool little travel guitar. But the thing with him is he's he's a he's a tiny guy and it kinda looks normal whenever he plays it, but I'm six two and, you know, <laughs> well over two hundred pounds. So I am uh I am I I look like big man with a little guitar whenever <laughs> I play. Like Chris Farley, um, so yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't take that one out in public yeah. very often.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. You know, for me, you might be surprised, but the player that I am probably the most thankful for this last year is Paul David's. Do you know who Paul David's is? Oh yes, yes you I know, do. He's
1: yes. Dang, and i that makes me think of somebody else and I should have you know faced, what, but I'm going to stick, stick with Ed Sharon. You can
0: stick with Ed Sheeran. You can you can mention this guy after I get done with Paul Davids. Okay,
1: I'll have a 1B. I'll have a 1B because I will say this guy I'm going to tell you about in a minute is probably who I've listened to most and who constantly drops my jaw the most. Yeah. And so I will hand it yep. back to you, and I will, um, yes. But, man, that's a good choice. I love Paul Davids.
0: Yeah, so I have been following Paul Davids for a few years now. I mean, I remember when he went from his little apartment and playing to I'm quitting my job and I'm gonna do this full time and he took the leap and man, he he's he's just amazing. He's positive. Mm -hmm. He has excellent phrasing. The way he describes what he's trying to teach is just well done. Yeah. And then now even more so his his videos, his content is is entertaining as well, and and all of it. And so, yes, I can't have his accent, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I can't I can't have his European lifestyle. Um, I I I can't grow his beautiful beard, <laughs> but his play and the way that that his touch is and yep. and everything in his phrasing on a guitar. I mean, I. I am thankful for Paul Davids. He is excellent. And for those that don't know, Paul Davids is a YouTuber and he is, um, he's excellent. Look him up. You, I guarantee you will love him.
1: Yeah, I i easily could have picked Paul Davids too. I didn't think that route and I'm kind of kicking myself for not because I would guess that I probably listen to more Paul Davids than I have Ed Sheeran this, yeah. this past year. Well, for
0: sure. Now you saw Ed Sheeran last year, right?
1: I did, yeah. Um, sometime, I, I think it was in October of last yeah, year. Yeah, so
0: it's just outside of the Thanksgiving just, to yeah, Thanksgiving. so Yeah,
1: so that may be disqualified for me, but I, I think the carryover probably lasted. But oh, for yeah, sure. So I, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a YouTube fan.
0: You actually mentioned it in the last episode. You said you were just like, I'm a fan of YouTube. I think it was Chris Buck you mentioned.
1: That's who I'm going with. And I yes. was...
0: I I. I started looking him up, and man, that guy—that guy's pretty awesome. That
1: is—I'm sure you knew as soon as I said, "Oh, I've got a one B." That's who I'm going to talk about. It's Chris Buck.
0: Oh, is that it? That's, that's the, the one.
1: Guy. Oh, my gosh, I have never been as mesmerized by playing and tone and phrasing and vibrato and bends as I am by Chris Buck. That guy, he is. Oh my gosh, I mean, he's a legend among legends. He—he well, he just. Oh, I could listen to him play for hours. And sometimes, you know, sometimes yeah. I'll be practicing and I'll be playing. But other times, I'll just, I'll just listen to him play, and I just and put it as background music and listen and play. And I can't get enough of that guy. And he, my gosh, he seems like the nicest guy in the world. And same way with Paul David's. I yeah. mean, just good guys that. Yep that play and they you can tell they love their instruments and, and they're not pretentious at all. Just oh man, I love I love that the internet and YouTube has started making stars out of these people who are just kind of common everyday people that have this incredible talent.
0: Yeah. Actually it's what I love about these certain players, you know, people like Chris Buck and Paul Davids and Tyler Larson. I mean, the fact is is these guys are excellent players they are excellent people and honestly they're artists they're artists not only in their instrument in their craft but even the way that they design and put together their videos I I'll I'll be honest if you're gonna find a way to get into this niche and you don't have a band like Slash Slash is a big deal but Guns N' Roses was a big deal Richie Zambora he, he was a big deal and that's because Bon Jovi in general was a big deal. Joe Perry, big deal because, well, Aerosmith was a big deal. And I, I love this. I absolutely love YouTube for this.
1: I agree. I, yeah, I mean, and talent just oozes out of both of those guys. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've, if you're listening and you have not seen those two guys, I cannot recommend them enough. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yep. Chris Buck. As well as uh, as Paul David, yep. those guys. Look him up on YouTube, and honestly, the way their names are spelled are exactly as they should be. Yeah, all right. And I'll throw in so. I'll
1: throw in one more Danish Pete if you have not seen him play. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> yeah, he also does the
1: Andertons. He does. Yeah, uh, stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't we don't have time to get into him, but man, he's he's another one that just knocks my socks off every time I see him play
0: well and he's actually he's been around the music circle as well Mm -hmm. um he's he's been touring a long time and yeah he's he's excellent um also it's funny that we chose people from across the pond yeah i mean we did not choose americans dang i'm pretty ashamed of myself (laughs) yeah Uh, you know what there's always next year yeah you know yeah you never know absolutely If you are looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Let's hear from another sponsor. Are you looking for a party with a purpose? If you love music, if you love family friendly, if you love camping, then you should look into LifeFest, LifeFest is one of the largest Christian music festivals in America and draws attendees from across the United States to worship together, deepen their faith, and strengthen relationships with family and friends. This three day event features dozens of artists, engaging seminars, and much more. This year in 2021, we have two festivals. Come join a party with a purpose in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. On July 8th through 11th, or on the Johnny Cash Hideaway Farm in Bon Agua, Tennessee, on July 29th through 31st. I'll see you there. So, is there a certain manufacturer that over this last year, from 2019 Thanksgiving to 2020 Thanksgiving, that you have just found yourself really appreciating what they do, or what they've made, or you've acquired it? And just now you are appreciating it. Yeah,
1: man, that's a tough one. I, I've got a bunch of things that I, I'm really in love with right now. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one, and it's probably going to throw you off a little bit. But the manufacturer right now that I think is just knocking it out of the park is Boss.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah,
1: I had one of the, you know, the Boss uh, DM2 delays, the Wazacraft. It was phenomenal. Yep. And, you know, I just I had not played a boss pedal in a long time. And the gear page probably had convinced me that they were no good. Uh, but I went, to, you know, to Guitar Center one time just during the pandemic, you know, and I was wearing a mask and everything. But I sat down and I was looking for a reverb pedal. And so I tried out their reverb pedal and it sounded amazing. Like it sounded great. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to try all these. You know, they've got the little setup, they all sounded great. I don't want to say, you know, mind-blowing and amazing, but they all were incredibly musical. They were usable. I would easily take those as my only pedals and be fine with it. So, I'm going to go with Boss. I think they're I think they're doing a good job this year because they're coming out with some pretty innovative products, too.
0: I'll be honest, uh Boss has really done a, a great job with what they've done because they've not only taken what they did before, which was basically Build something that a, a a truck could drive over mm-hmm. and it would still work well. Yeah. Um, and last 50, 60, 70 years without needing to be fixed, yeah. including even the switches on some of those things, yeah. which is amazing. They didn't just do that, but then they made it better. They found a way to just make everything more efficient yeah. and just stronger. And you know what? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Boss did a really good job. Yeah, I, I, it's funny you said
1: that about being tough, but I, I could, I could almost, and this, I, this may be a figment of my imagination, but I think I remember seeing a video one time in the boss factory where they have a drop test and they put the pedal up, you know, four feet off the ground or whatever. Drop it. They drop it a couple times and they keep testing it out, make sure it's working. They have a little thing that presses the the switch. It's just an automatic switch. Presser. yep and uh yeah I mean they've just been doing cool stuff and I've never played one of the katana amps that they have but people just rave by them and say they're they sound great they're, they you know the tones are usable at every setting yep and you know they've come out with the the wireless earbuds that you can practice with and yeah uh, just a, just a lot of really really cool stuff coming out
0: before the pandemic I was actually in uh, Louisville Kentucky and we were supposed to play in Cincinnati. And so I was in Louisville first. We were just kind of hanging out. We were going to hit a, a few of the um, the bourbon uh, like distilleries and stuff like that, just for kicks and giggles. And then we were going to go up to Cincinnati. And um, my buddy Dave said, hey, let's go to this place. And I'm like, okay. And so he had this whole thing planned out. And we ended up in a blues bar. And at this blues bar... Uh, This guy, he, he called it his retirement plan. Basically, his whole idea was, when I retire, I want to run a blues jam. Nice. That's it. And the amp he chose as the amp to be on stage in case anybody just brought their guitar and went, let's go. Yeah. And he had the new boss katana and it was like the the 50 watt or the 100 watt i don't remember which one it was and some guy was playing it and i mm-hmm. went man that sounds really good so now fast forward like almost a year and uh i had a buddy of mine say a friend at church um their son is really getting into playing and they're looking for an amp what would you choose as a nice beginner amp and i said you should look into the boss katana Yeah, because they're relatively inexpensive and they got a lot of really good tones to get them into the avenue that they're looking for. Yeah. And reliable. You know, you don't
1: have a tube going out on them. They yeah. Boss. I mean, boss stuff is solid. If you would have told me a year ago I was going to say boss right now, I'd say you are crazy. But here I am. (laughs) Things
0: change. 2020. It's a it's a it's a different year. So for me, the manufacturer that i have probably come to appreciate the most and and i've got a few like honorable mention goes to gibson you yeah. know i think that i've just really been into gibson in this last year i've always been a prs fan and um as much as people have not been a fan of mark agnesi doing the whole marketing thing and the way he's done it and all that kind of stuff you have yeah. to keep in mind he's also somewhat of a puppet Whatever they tell him to do, he does. He's just supposed to be the liaison to make that happen. Yeah. But what I will say is if there's anyone who can bring excitement to guitar, and it's what he did for Norm's Rare Guitars, he brought some excitement. And so I I, I liked him. So Gibson kind of became a thing. And honestly, within the last year, I've done a lot with Kemper. And I've loved Kemper, Mm -hmm. and I've loved all that. And so to me, those two are honorable mentions. But the one I've been the most into in the last year is probably no surprise to anyone is Line 6. I, I knew you were going to say it. Yep. I thought about saying it myself, but yeah. I... You know, I mean, the thing is, is I've been a Line 6 fan for a long time. And actually, I think it was you who mentioned the M9 to me at one time. And I started using it for modulation and I thought it worked out great. I really liked it. And I ended up owning a few different M9s, one for leaving at church and one for taking on the road and one for having at home. And then yeah. ultimately I decided the M13 is what I needed to use at church and all that kind of stuff. But this year they have really done a great job of creating something that finally gets to all players. Yeah. And I think that the PodGo was an excellent addition to their arsenal of hx and helix and pod products you know for me i don't actually use it traditional like what i wanted to use it for was i wanted to go fly with it because i have a wah pedal on it i've got a volume pedal on it um i've got four to five different uh um, like effects that i can use and all that kind of stuff and to me that was going to be awesome. And I, I was like, that's what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what I've actually used it mostly for is I have used it for acoustic rigs. I've used it with the mandolin. I've used it with an acoustic guitar. Um, And actually, I've used it with my piezo-equipped guitars because I can EQ and add IRs to it and all that kind of stuff. And so recently, what I've been doing is I'll play like my prs hollow body 2 or the p22 or the the gibson supra or whatever and i'll run it stereo and i'll have one side be the magnetic pickups you know playing the 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 heavier stuff or the cleaner stuff or the electric stuff you know and then i will have the acoustic side the piezo side which is being run by the pod go and it's EQ'd right it has the IRs to help um add to all of that flavor and everything that i want from it and it's been absolutely awesome so my rig now has the podgo going for like acoustic stuff but then it's being plugged into that HX effects which honestly i didn't know i wanted because i liked the M9 i thought the M9 was awesome and then I got the HX effects from you. Like you sold yeah. that to me. And when I started using, it, I went, oh, I'll give it a shot and maybe I'll sell it off. And man, the HX effects is like it. It's a M nine on steroids. I mean, it's really oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say it's the M 13
1: on steroids. Uh, well, yeah, in an M9 size package.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, well, yeah, and, and it's, it's just fantastic. And then on top of it, yeah. uh, like literally yesterday, which, of course, this will come out in a few days, but uh, the the new firmware came up. And yeah. uh, with that new firmware that came out, there's like a capo version on it. And yep. there's a um, there's a like 12 a string on it. And yeah. then there's a bunch of different new fuzzes and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, what pedal are you going to buy that is going to just send you free updates? It gets better all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's always, I, I was better. thinking about that
1: too. Yeah. They, that, you know, they, that's a, that was a huge push that 3.0 they put out. Cause you know, I went back to the HX stomp and uh, it's got a couple new amp models. They put a Princeton reverb in there um, you know, like you said, a couple drives, the acoustic simulation, a capo simulator, uh, it's got like a freeze pedal. I mean, they did a lot of really cool stuff on there and didn't have to do it, but, um, you know, I, I paid, uh, gosh, I had a coupon on it too, but it probably paid 550 bucks for it. And it's all my reverbs and all my delays and all my modulation and and, you know, in case my amp does break down, I just turn on another block and I have an amp there. And, um, yeah, I, I came really close to saying Line 6 because, um, gosh, they just they're making really good stuff right now, too.
0: Yeah. And actually, you can probably give the credit also to Kemper and Axe and all these different companies that are making gear that really keeps updating and making better gear. And so the way that Line Six is staying relevant is by doing these updates, and by yeah, you know sticking with uh, with a product that they know is excellent, and all they got to do is change some ones and zeros, and now it's something that's even better.
1: Yeah, I, and you know, there for a while, I think Line Six was kind of thought of as lower level and and not you know professional grade stuff. But when you look at you know, a lot of times I'll just be looking at you know, Nashville session artists, pedal boards. And I would say 90% of them have a line six. Yeah. Something on there. They've either got a M nine, uh, an M five, they've got an H X effects or H X Stomp, And, um, you know, almost all of them say the same thing. They're like, it's so handy for me to have this. Yeah. You know, I'm playing a part and I need this and, you know, I need this one little random thing and, and it's just there at a the turn of a knob and their editors great on there too. I mean, just, um, yeah, they're, they're doing a really cool job with it and they the quality of the effects are top notch as far as I can
0: tell. Yeah. And for me, that probably bleeds into the next thing that we were going to talk about, which is, which is what piece of gear are you the most thankful for? And yeah. although I would love to say the Kemper is what I'm most thankful for, I actually sold mine off because I was looking for something simpler. Well, what was that simpler yeah. thing I got? well it was the hx effects from you and it was the oh, yeah. the pod go that i ended up ordering and those two mm-hmm. things fit both niches that i really had or niches depending on where you're from <laughs> and uh you know what whether you're a millennial but the uh the both of those things are really fit what i've been looking for for a long time cuz i've been looking for mm-hmm. something i can put in front of an amp that does a lot of stuff and something that I could use and just set up and say, that's for piezo or that's for acoustic. Yeah, this is my yeah. acoustic rig or this is my mandolin rig or whatever. And I would say mm-hmm. that my, that what I'm the most thankful for is that line six HX pod go like yeah. whole platform. I don't know. What about you? What piece of yeah. gear do you have? Well,
1: Okay, so I was gonna say earlier I was gonna say the the boss was a tube amp expander um that is I got that way before you know Thanksgiving last year, but I will say being home, it's given me the opportunity to you know get a amp that's normally super loud and and turn that and that volume on there and uh you know record with it and just play through direct to the board and so it's given me a lot of options for that, but if I had to pick something right now. It comes down to two things. The and this is the 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 honorable mention, but the HX Stomp that I just got about a week or two ago is I'm really loving it right now, and I I know I went through a no menus phase. Yep. Um, but I'm I'm loving the simplicity of it because I'm looking at it at a more simple um way, and it's
0: it's really it's it's pleasing me at the moment. So what I really love about this is essentially what you've done is you've taken something that has caused you some anxiety in the past because it does so much, you know? Like, for example, your iPhone. So you've got this this phone that, it, you know, it makes phone calls, and that's what you need it to do. But what if you need to make a text? Well, you're learning how to text with it next. Mm-hmm. And what if you need to um, be able to check your email? Well, you can do that next. And well, what if I want to do Facebook or Instagram, which... By the way, as a reminder for everyone, Instagram is the Tweed Couch, and that is yeah. our Instagram that we have, mm-hmm. the Tweed Couch. But you know, and so you've got this Instagram. You go, well, I have to get an app, and then I have to put that on there and do all that kind of stuff. And you're like, okay, yes, I can do that yeah. as well. And and you're learning it as you go. So instead of looking at all the things it can do, you're going, I'm going to learn it when I need it. Yeah. And that I I, I applaud you for that because that is definitely some growth that you haven't had before. And that that's good. And, and, you know, I'm kind of doing, like you
1: said, just one bite at a time. I'm kind of taking a chunk at a time. And, and I, I realized a long time ago, that's kind of the way I learn. And so that was, that was good for me to have that realization with the pedal too. But, um, I'm not, I'm not using the amp models at all in there. Um, you know, when I, every time I play them and try them out, I just, I don't love them. And I think that's what kind of turned me off before is because I bought it as an amp modeler. But when I looked at it with a different view this time is just replacing effects. And, you know, I just really wanted it to replace delays and reverbs. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. Well, then it replaced my Klon that I had and it replaced the Terraform that I had for modulation. And I started thinking, wow, this is this is a pretty cool piece of gear. And so that is definitely my number two. But my number one the thing that i'm most thankful for right now and this is going to be no shock to you is that beautiful danocaster that i just uh, got probably about a month ago yep it's a strat style three tone sunburst you know rosewood neck just amazing and i um you know i i tried to order i ordered a tele bike years ago from him and it was on the list to to get a, a strat style body too and Uh, he stopped building kind of around the time I was, you know, close to being called on, but, um, so I've just been looking for one ever since. And I finally found one on Facebook marketplace and had to pay a bit of a premium for it, which kind of hurt a little bit, but it was exactly what I wanted and it was just worth it. And so I got it and that's, that's the only thing I've been playing since I got it. That's it. I, I really in love with it.
0: Now, when you bought it, you actually sent me a picture of it, and then you sent me a picture of a post that you like made like maybe a year earlier, and a year earlier, you had actually posted up something on, you know, the guy had posted saying, hey, I love this guitar, whatever, and then you had said something about how you're like, oh, that's just gorgeous. I absolutely love it. You know, when Dan Ocaster posts those guitars, he'll post them, you know,
1: before he gives you know ships them out to whoever it was he'll post a picture of it on instagram and so whenever i bought the guitar i was able to look back kind of at the date that it was manufactured and and find around about that time and then i kind of you know compared the the where and stuff and i found that exact one and i kind of scrolled down and i had just put the comment in all capital letters perfection and uh yeah. that's yeah, that's that's kinda how I felt when I saw it. Cause like I said, that's exactly what I'd wanted. And so it's kind of neat that I said that whenever it came out the first time and then it, it um it made its way to my hands. My sweaty, untalented hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Acidic hands. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Dirty. No, so
0: it's, it's probably worth it for us to go into our our, our next little segment before we kind of finish things up. Which, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about Thanksgiving mm. and I was thinking about how in my family we have we have a tradition. We go to my, my mom's house. We call her Nana. Uh-huh. We go to Nana's house, which Papa's still there, too. Yeah. We just call it Nana's house. Great, and, great um, you people, know, by the way. Oh, they are. And, and we go to Nana's house and um, Nana, who was a home ec major, you know, in college which means she's certified awesome yeah. at food making um as well as other things child development and all that kind <laughs> of stuff but um you know you get you got nana who makes that turkey and you just go oh nana yep. that is a good turkey Delicious. and then she makes that stuffing and you just go oh nana yeah. that stuff well
1: okay so i'm i'm from texas call it dressing here we do not
0: call it stuffing that's true that's true but I mean, she makes it and it's just like, oh, Nana, that's good. And then <laughs> and then she, she, you know, she does her thing and it's just like by the end, you're just like, oh, Nana, I'm so full. Oh, there's pie. Oh, yeah. Nana. That she, pie. She,
1: I mean, you can't not take it because you would insult her.
0: I'll be honest. I've learned over the last few years, you eat the pie first.
1: So, okay. So what about when you get there though, are there little things that you're eating before you even eat? Oh,
0: there is. Cause
1: my family, my, my grandma was a cafeteria lady at a school. Yeah. And so she's used to cooking for, you know, a thousand kids. And so <laughs> we'd go over there and she would have like, Oh, well we, I made turkey and dressing, but I also made ham because you know, so-and-so doesn't like turkey oh, right? and, uh, you know robbie over here likes brisket so i made a brisket too and we're just like what (laughs) in a duck so i mean it's (laughs) it's like a 20 course meal and so yeah and oddly
0: enough we're all fighting to lose weight of course of course. (laughs) well and you know and it's it's amazing and honestly if there's something to be thankful for it's thankful for grandma and nana and you know them absolutely because you know they they have their joy as well we have joy in guitar we have joy in our family we have joy in in many things but the look that nana has you can tell that her joy is that you walk out of there 12 pounds heavier And, (laughs) and it's just yes it's great. Yes. And then the next day she's telling you, you know, you're getting a little pudgy around the edge. Here, finish the mashed potatoes. But, you know. Yeah, here have another. <laughs> well, you know, and and it's funny because my mom is not like that. But my grandmother definitely was that whole like, you know, oh, yeah. thing. But yes, my grandma is so much like that. But, you know, when I look at that tasty, tasty food, it it just it all of a sudden made me think about what about. That tasty, tasty tone I make. If I were Mm -hmm. making some tasty tone, all right, and I'm preparing a Thanksgiving Day feast for people to just enjoy the sound of.
1: I like where this is going. Yeah,
0: what what is my spot? Like what is your appetizer? Like for me, if I had to pick some sort of an appetizer, for me, it's a drive pedal. Like a drive pedal is my appetizer. Because to me, it sets the tone. It sets the EQ. Mm-hmm. It sets where I want things to be. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? What's your appetizer? Uh,
1: my appetizer. First thing I've got to have is a tuner. That is my appetizer. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big. Uh, I don't like to fill myself up too much because i'm i'm more of the main course but uh yeah yeah i've got to have a got to have a tuner first
0: gotta have that oh that and makes sense you know you gotta make sure everything's in tune first absolutely well if, if my drive pedals up enough then it doesn't matter whether i'm in tune <laughs> that goes back to my 90s grunge That's right. turn it up <laughs> no but in all seriousness yeah i get where you're at an appetizer of of just yeah. some some tuner You know, just making sure that everything's just right, ready, prepared for the rest of the meal. Absolutely. Okay, so if that's the appetizer, then we have to get to the main course. But before I say what the main course would be, I think we need to know what are our side dishes? Mm -hmm. Like, what what do you have that's actually, like, setting up that main course? You know, because it's really all designed around the main course. So what do you say your first side dish is? My first side dish is a deluxe reverb. Ooh, it's, so you it's went with the, the amplifier.
1: It's the mashed potatoes of Tone. It's, you know, you, you have it and it is unbeatable. It's delicious. You get buttery, nice, chunky mashed potatoes or smooth. You know, I don't care. I'll take them either way. <laughs> um, it depends. Yeah. But you know what? I I don't know many people that don't like mashed potatoes. I mean, and if they yeah. don't, then then you pretty much instantly know that there's something wrong with them.
0: Oh, sure. And if we're going to talk about instant, well, you know, there is a huge difference between instant mashed potatoes and the actual real deal potato mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, you could dare say that the instant mashed potatoes which are the quick and easy yeah. way to do things yeah. that's that's the line 6 of our tone whereas the the full on potatoes that, that are that take forever to make and you got to mash them and everything yeah. that that's more of the analog pedal or the tube amplifier or whatever
1: Yeah. And you know, you, you got to peel the potatoes and you got to prep them and you've got to, you know, mash them just right. But the other ones, you just add water and you're there. And so, yeah, I would say, I would say instant mashed potatoes are definitely the line six of the tone world.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They they really are.
1: (laughs) And, and, you know, I'll eat instant mashed potatoes and, and, you know, they're great. But given the choice, like, give me real mashed taters. That's what I want.
0: Mashed taters. <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is that you talked about the whole, like, instant is line six. So would you say that the Helix and the Kemper would be kind of like the Hungry Man, like TV <laughs> dinner? No, <laughs> it's that's just a, all right there. <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's an insult to <laughs> to line six. Gosh. There was a moment in my life where I thought I would try one of those Hungry Man dinners cuz I you oh, know yeah. I, I used to eat them as a kid. I'm sure it's very it. baby. And oh my gosh, I was like, just throw this away and give me some kibble. I don't <laughs> I do not want this garbage. So no, I definitely would not say that. That's that's insulting. And you know what? We we decided we we're going to keep this positive. So how dare you say something like that?
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. So if I had to pick a first side dish i would actually choose the eq okay so you know i started with drive pedal okay but i the eq to me is the first you know so like the first side dish mm-hmm. you know what what do i want well, i want to make sure that i have just a tasty eq i want to make sure that i don't have too many highs too many lows yeah. unless i want it to be nice and mellow mm-hmm. maybe that eq is the tone knob on the guitar maybe True. that eq is is another type of drive maybe that EQ is just like something that's always on like a, a you know a clone or a an MXR you know micro amp or whatever but mm. yeah that would be mine all right so what would be your second side dish
1: my second side dish would be a overdrive pedal not a Ooh, yeah. something you know light to medium gain Something not unlike a Nobles or a Greer Lightspeed, uh, maybe okay. a Timmy. Something, something to that effect. Just give me a little push, make it uh give it a little, a little dirt to it. Nothing crazy, but you know, just a little grind.
0: Yeah, I like that. So you got, you got this tuner setting you up. Yeah, yeah. You got this, you got this deluxe reverb giving you, you know, that gives you a little bit more sustenance. Yep, but it's absolutely. still a side dish. It's not the it's main. Solid, thing. It's solid. It
1: fills you up. It leaves you satisfied. Not only mm-hmm. that, and it's not just a filler. Like you, you eat it and you're like, dang, that was good. Like, yeah, you're of that. satisfied the whole yep. way
0: through it, and you might go get uh-huh. seconds.
1: Yep. Oh, you will get seconds.
0: Well, for me, my seconds. So keep my, you know, so appetizer. I got this drive. Yeah. Now I'm adding some EQ to it. I want, I want something to make it creamy. Okay. I want something to make it, you know, like just. Just adds a whole lot of taste to it. And then I want my modulation. Mm, mm-hmm. I want I want to add like a tremolo that just, just flutters my meal. Okay. I, you know, just adds, it just sprinkles seasoning to it. Or I want something like a delay where like I eat it and not like my colon later where it just repeats. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking... It flutters. <laughs> yeah. Not like that. But but more so that it's like as I take a bite of the main course, yeah. I consistently think to myself, dang, I think I need another bite of whatever that other that second dish was. <laughs> That's kind of where okay. I'm at. I don't yeah, know.
1: I mean I feel that way about mac and cheese. And yeah, yeah. my overdrive is very similar to that. Because there you yeah. know, there are times where I'll be chowing down on the main course and and not even have any mac and cheese, but then all of a sudden turn to the mac and cheese. I'm like, "Dang, what what was I waiting for? This is great. This is what I've been waiting for." Okay,
0: so you've got this tuner yep. setting you up. You got this deluxe reverb giving just that mm-hmm. that nice thick, extra buttery right. amazingness. You got this drive pedal which is which is just adding a little bit, but it's not really it's not the main dish. Yeah,
1: but when you have it, it's Amazing. Yeah. So what is the main dish then? My main dish is a Stratocaster. And people that know me would probably think I'd choose a Tele. And I probably, you know, at some point I might have. But yeah. there is nothing like a Strat. There, There's just nothing like it. With a three pickup Strat, I can get close to a Telecaster tone. But with a two pickup Telecaster, I cannot get close to a Strat tone. So... Yeah. If I could only choose one, I'm going to go with the strat.
0: I am astonished. I mean, if I could pick one, I would think that it would have been a telly for you. I mean, we actually did a therapy session with Beth not too long ago. And what we talked about was there are so many things that a telly can sound like, but there is nothing that can sound like a telly. Yeah. But at the same time, I will agree with you. Although a strat can do an okay job mm-hmm. at a lot of different things, yeah, it, nothing sounds like a strat, especially in the between I positions. Agree. I totally agree. So my main course, I'm with you, man. It is it is the guitar. The guitar mm-hmm. is the main course. I could have easily picked the amp. You know, I thought about it and I was like, nah, the Marshall is the main yeah. course, or 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 the Vox is the main course, or whatever. But when I when I really think about it. What I'm looking forward to when I go see Nana, honestly it's the pie. But but <laughs> if I if I had to really pick something, it would be it would be the turkey, it'd be yeah. the ham, or it'd be the duck, or it'd be the whatever it is, yeah. the brisket, whatever you're gonna, you know, Nana's making. And that's what I'm really looking for. That is the main dish. Yeah. Whenever I'm gonna go out and play, whenever I'm gonna decide what it is that I want to use for that booking, whether it be playing at church or it's flying to a gig or whatever it is, I will always choose the guitar first. And mm, I'll say too. I want filter trons. Like this this weekend I'm using filter trons. I wanted oh, nice. to have my Gretsch White Falcon. And so I'm using it because I want the feel. I want it to sound like Malcolm Young when it's big and thick and full and and I want it to sound like you know worship, like Hillsong or whatever. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing the fluttery type thing, and so I will, I will pick a guitar, and then I will gauge everything else around it. Mm-hmm. What amp am I going to use? Well, it depends. What pairs well with the White Falcon or the Telecaster? What what drive pedals am I going to use? Well, it depends. What goes well with an ES three fifty five or an Explorer? Yeah. So if I had to choose a dessert, yes. okay, so as I look at it, so for me, I've got this appetizer of, of the drive pedal. You know, how am I setting this, this meal up? And then I've got this EQ, which is, which is adding to the flavor of whatever it is that I'm really wanting to highlight. And then I've got my modulation just really continuing to highlight whatever it is I like. Mm-hmm. And then I've got this guitar. And this guitar is the shining star. When I look at what kind of dessert, the dessert for me is the amplifier. Okay. And, and I know that sounds a little weird because some people are like, well, yeah, of course, it's at the end of the chain. Right. That would make a lot of sense. But at the same time, it's also what gives the, like, the girth and the bigness of your sound. Like, to me, when I look at that amplifier, that last, that dessert, that tastiness, I look at a Fender, and I look at a Vox, and I look at a Marshall, (laughs) and I look at a Matchless, or a Bad Cat, or a Dr. Z, Mm -hmm. or the Strymon Iridium, or the Helix, or the Kemper, or whatever you're looking at, and I look at it and I go, man, I just love all of it. And I'm so full with everything else on my plate that I just go, just just let me plug into one of them and I'll make it sound mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's the reason why I chose amp last. I could have easily put that as the main course. Yeah. But I definitely could not put the guitar as the dessert.
1: Yeah. I think I think you're right about that because I'm, I'm kind of the same way. You, you can give me different amps and I still feel good about them. And, you know... Some days I like one flavor. Some days I like another flavor. Some days I want pie. Some days I want cake. And some days I don't want any of those things. So, yeah. That's when I play acoustic. When I don't want that.
0: So what about you? What's your dessert then?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say, so I'm not a huge dessert eater. I I like to be more of the uh, main course and the sides. So I kind of take that in consideration. So my dessert would be a delay pedal. You know, tastefully done and, 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 you know, don't get excess delay. It's great. But if you get too much of it, you're going to regret it and think, oh, was a bad (laughs) choice. So that's my,
0: uh, that's my dessert. If your stomach starts going, that's the modulation. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Decay. (laughs) Yeah. That's right.
1: (laughs) Get a little feedback going. Oh, yeah. Definitely don't want the feedback
0: going, man. Yep. You start self-oscillating. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, with all that said, there are a number of things that I am thankful for. I'm thankful for family. You know, I'm thankful for my wife. She is wonderful. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. And you know what? She's tolerant. She allows me to purchase all of these things that I love as a hobby. And I call them assets, but she knows fully well that (laughs) they may never actually leave this house. You know, they may never actually. Uh, get sold, although sometimes they do, and and everything. Yeah. I'm thankful for my kids. My kids are amazing. They're easy to work with. They're young, but uh, but they're they're just so good, and they they do love the music. They love guitar. They love all that type of stuff. And do they want to be like their dad? Yes, they want to be like their dad. But if they decided they didn't want to be like me, if they didn't follow my footsteps, I'm. I'm good with that because they are turning into solid people, and and I love it. I love family, and I'm thankful for my family. And with that, I'm also thankful for health. Now, in this time with, with the pandemic and everything, it's good to be thankful for your health if you've got it. Um, I'm thankful for a job. I'm thankful for something that does pay the bills as well as allow me to buy these things and I am, you know, I'm, I'm also thankful for a place to play. I am thankful for a church that allows me to come play every single week. I'm thankful for the artists that will contact me and ask me to come play with them. Mm -hmm. I am thankful for recordings that come in. I am, I'm just thankful for the ability to use the gear and, and still do something that, that I absolutely love. And 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 as much as I am also thankful for you, Jason, being able to help me out as well as any of the other guests who have been on this, um, and will be on this, I'm also thankful for our sponsors, Anchor and LifeFest. I'm I'm really thankful for them as well. So my my list sounds very similar
1: to yours. I think I've probably mentioned my wife on every single one of these, and, uh, you know, we've we've known each other for two and a half years three years and been married for a year and a half is one of those kind of things i just as soon as i met her i was like i'm gonna marry this girl and i was lucky enough to get to do that and um just every day that i get to wake up and see her or spend the day with her it's it's really cool because we are just one of those couples that it's kind of obnoxious i know but like she really is my best friend and you know I just, I like doing things with her and, and there's nobody else I'd rather do things with. So she is definitely my number one. Um, my family is so close behind. Um, you know, I've always been super close to my family, my parents, my brother and my niece and nephew, my grandma. Um, they have all, all of them have always been supportive of me playing music and, you know, made me feel like a better musician than I really probably was. And so that's a that's a huge thing and it's it's led me to confidence and and um just finding some joy in music where i think if if i didn't have that i probably wouldn't have found that joy in there so so there's that and then um you know like i said earlier i'm a middle school teacher and i absolutely love being able to affect kids lives in a in a positive way and um it's something that that's just really meaningful to me and it kind of fills my bucket so those are kind of my things. Obviously, the gear that I have, I'm very thankful for. I've got more than I deserve. And um, sometimes I, yeah. I feel guilty about it because I wish I could, you know, you see somebody super talented and uh, you're know, like, man, I wish I wish they could have this nice stuff that I've got. But the last thing I would say, and this is um, a little lighter, is I'm, I'm really thankful for people like we were talking about earlier, Chris Buck and Paul Davids and Tyler Larson, guys on YouTube that... Um, share their knowledge and that they've made the the pandemic a little better. And another one that I really love is a guy named Jim Lil. He's a great guy. Um, just a great teacher.
0: Oh yeah. Great call. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. you know, I've learned so much from all these guys and um, I just really, you know, I enjoy watching them before I go to bed. Uh, any chance I get, I'll be on the iPad, you know, watching a, a YouTube video of one of those guys. And it just, it's, it's inspired me. So I'm, I'm thankful for them that they, share their talents with the world and try to make us all better and uh yeah just i don't know i've got a lot to be grateful for so so this thanksgiving i'm gonna instead of focusing on the bad things going around i'm gonna make sure to focus on all the good that's going on because there's a lot of it you just gotta look for it
0: well that concludes our time of the tweed couch guitar therapy session my name is dr t and remember i'm not a licensed therapist but i love talking gear until next time